Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. From the ultimate seminal sports source comes another original live content production. Trench Talk with Devontae Love-Taylor. You bring the live rounds, he'll bring the pancakes. And now, number 58 in your programs, but number one in your heart, here's the man of the next half hour, Devontae Love-Taylor. There he is, everybody. There he is, the man of the next half hour, Devontae Love-Taylor. Devontae, how are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Good. Are you Are you well-rested? Will you be? Everyone wants to know, are you going to play in Gainesville for, versus Florida? <laughs> yes, sir, I will. Yes, sir. Okay, man. How was Boston College for you, man? How was the trip to Boston? It was it was good. You know, it was quick. You know, we got in there, got in, got the W, got out. But it was it was cold a little, but I wasn't used to that weather. But, you know, I could get used to it. Gotcha. In case the Patriots want to draft us. <laughs> I mean, not yes, us. Sir. You know how it goes. Devontae, how big of a win was that for you guys? Obviously, you, you, the bowl game is a, a reality for you. I know that's something you guys are striving for. Coach Norbell has said as much. Uh, but that back and forth, I mean, you guys were up so big. It seemed like you guys were going to be cruising. And the fact that Boston College rallied back, uh, some folks think uh, because of help from the referees. But uh, what does it say about the character of this team to come out on top in a, in, in a tough environment against a tough team? You know, it says a lot. You know, we, we were facing the challenge last week. of we had a, We had a really good win the week before. And, you know, they've said in the past that this team has struggled after big wins to um, come out the next week and just be hung over from the win and not be able to execute. And so that was the challenge we were facing. You know, we wanted to show that the win wasn't a fluke and we could come out consistently in close games. You know, at, uh, early in the year, we weren't winning the close games or closing them out how we needed to. And I felt like we did that last week. All right, Devontae, I know you're busy on Mondays. It is kind of like a quasi-day off for you, so you're not around the computer looking at everything. But uh, we did talk to your head football coach, Mike Norvell, and asked him about just how important of a game this is with everything kind of being on the line. A lot of folks have seen this. I don't know if you have, but we'll go ahead and play it right now. But this was a Coach Norvell sort of question about uh, him embracing uh, the fact that they've got these, you guys got these rivalry games. He's not one to kind of shy away from it. And this was a sort of a his reaction about how important this week is for you guys. The very first day of fall camp, camp I talk about two teams. teams. I talk about Miami and I talk about this one. And everybody wants to win this game because it will be a game that is remembered for the rest of your life, regardless of who the coach is, regardless of what this at. It does not make it. What was the outcome? And everything that you do throughout the course of the season is going to prepare you for the moment. And you've either done the job, you've learned from the experiences, and you go apply it for 60 minutes during that game, or you don't. And you have to live with the results. 
And so do I want our guys to, to be at an all-time high come Saturday? Absolutely. Because I know I know what this game means. And if you don't get up for this one, then go somewhere else. Go do something else because it is not for you. All right? But you watch, you watch the history. You watch tradition. You know what it means to the university. You know what it means to the fan base. Man, this is why you play. This is why you coach. And it's to get guys for this moment. But everything we've done up to this point has prepared us. We'll either take advantage of it or we won't. Right as my camera dies on us, what great timing there. I'm still here, Devontae. Hopefully you can hear me. But uh, what is your reaction when you, you hear Coach Norvell be uh, that impassioned about this game? I mean, I don't really have a reaction. You know, I'm just glad I played for Coach Norvell. You know, he he has that energy all the time. You know, he always – he's so consistent. You know, the message he gave in the press conference, that's the same message he, he gave to us. You know, and everything he says in the press conference, that's, he did tell us that the first day of camp, you know, when you report for camp uh, after off-season condition, and that's one of the one of the first meetings we had. That's what he said. And, you know, we we do know the importance of the game. You know, it's great to be a part of the rivalry. Not only that, but giving guys like myself another chance to play in another game after that. So this it's going to be an intense week. All right, man. And uh, practice starts tomorrow, so we can't wait. And the folks can't wait to hear from you. Let's start over on the Warchant.com Tribal Council. This is our guy, M. Adam CZ. This is Mark down in Naples, Florida, Devontae. And uh, he gave his son kind of like a early Christmas gift, birthday present, like, what do you want to do? And he was like, I want to go watch Florida State play Boston College. And this was like three, four weeks ago. This was like before the Clemson game, I think. So the, not a bandwagon, young man. This kid wanted to go <laughs> see you guys when uh, the rainstorms were coming through here, though. But he says, Devontae, I was at the Boston College game with my son sitting five rows up from the FSU bench and right behind the offensive line group. Hopefully, you could hear us cheering and screaming at the referees. There were tons of Florida State fans at the game. I hope you were all able to notice. And the pass protection for Jordan continues to look better and better. Congrats to you, the offensive line group, and Coach Atkins for a job well done. How bad do you want to beat UF this week? You know, really bad. You know, not just to get the win, but, like, you know, we've been working hard all season. You know, I feel like things are finally starting to click for us. And, you know, there's no better way to send the seniors out with a win in the swamp. How good is Alex Atkins? I mean, I know he's got an agent, Devontae, uh, but, I mean, what he's done with you guys, and, and credit to you guys, too, for putting in the work and, and following the instruction. But, uh, man, you it's been quite a turnaround from what we saw here the last two, three years uh, before he arrived on campus and you as well. You know, I, I hope he doesn't watch this because he, he'll get big-headed. But, you know, I, I don't think I've ever had a coach like him, you know, somebody who who not only cares about your development on the field but off the field as well. You know, it's not like we're just out there playing for him because he, he coaches us well. You know, he cares about us as, as people, and he wants to see us all succeed. And, you know, when you got a guy like that behind you, you know, you want to go out and you want to succeed for him and for the guys next to you. And, you know, he's he's a great coach. And, you know, I hope Florida State can keep him around for a while. You're right. You're right, man. <laughs> um, we're keeping it rolling here on Trench Hot with Devontae Love. Taylor, if you could hit that thumbs up button here on YouTube, we certainly would appreciate it. We're going to keep going through the question on the Tribal Council, then we'll get to your questions here on YouTube. Now, this is from Dave in Bardstown, Kentucky, our eccentric friend from the Bluegrass State, Devontae. Uh, he says he looked hard, but he didn't see any Christmas ornaments on Dylan Gibbons' beard. Um, maybe some glitter would unintentionally draw an offsides penalty from an opposing defensive lineman. Laugh at yeah. it. Go along I, didn't, I, didn't get to, 
he sat next to Davion on the plane, so I didn't I didn't get to take advantage. Okay, well done. In case you weren't aware, here's, here's a history lesson with Dave. If you weren't aware of why we hate the Gators so much, let me share a brief story that illustrates the typical Gator fan. Growing up in the mid-80s in Apopka, Florida, I went to church with a sweet old lady who was a die-hard Knowles fan. She was about five foot tall, curly white hair. She told me that a Gator fan dumped a beer on her head when she attended the annual rivalry game in the swamp. I've hated the Gators since then. I didn't even apply to their medical school. Those arrogant people. So <laughs> it's what we deal with, Devontae. I mean, you, you grew up in North Carolina, a li little bit of your youth, but uh, they're an interesting group. Take them down yeah. for us. We would appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, we'll keep it rolling here. Uh, Oliver on the Tribal Council. It's uh, our guy Ralph in Hawaii. Spartan 071. Aloha, Devontae. How's it? Was wondering what your emotions are like going into your last regular week preparation. Are you excited to play in this rivalry game? Mahalo for all of your effort, Ralph. You know, it's very it's, it's very emotional. You know, this is my last regular season game in college football. Like, there's no – like, this is it for me. I've been, I've been doing this since fall 2016. And there's been a lot of practices, a lot of games, and, you know, it went by quick. You know, I never thought I'd be like, wow, this is like, this could be my last week of practice. But, yeah, and I'm, I'm really excited to play in the rivalry. You know, I've been watching it since I was probably five or six years old. You know, you look forward to this game every year, and now I'm playing in it. So it's really exciting. Yeah. And you saw that, that Miami game, man. Your name is etched in history forever being part of that team. So. <laughs> You get one shot, you win it, man. You'll, you'll be one to know 1,000, 100% winning percentage. So that's always a good thing. Yes, sir. Nolaholic, who decides who breaks the rock after a win? Um, I'm not sure. You know, I'm sure um, when the players go and vouch, like they'll just go up to coach. If he hasn't picked already and a lot of guys will vouch for somebody, then they'll break it. But usually it's coach, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, we heard uh, – he had a couple players in mind and he went to them and they said, nah, give it to coach Fuller. So that was kind of cool to see coach Fuller break the rock up and his, uh, his neck of the woods, his old stop. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle over on YouTube says, Devante, are you going to go all out at the dinner table on Thanksgiving or do you have to watch what you eat to stay in optimal game shape? You know, I'll, I'll probably eat pretty good. I won't, I won't go overboard, but I'll eat pretty good. I might I might have on a, hop on the treadmill or the bike the next day and try and burn a few extra calories. Are you a turkey or a ham guy? I'm a ham guy, for sure. What's your what what like what are the two or three side dishes? What's your, what's the all-star side dishes that need to be on your plate? Yams, mac and cheese, and either baked beans or potato salad. Are you a dessert guy? A little bit. You know, I'm basic with desserts. I like cookies. I'm not big on, like, pies, but I will. If there's, like, some apple pie and ice cream, I'll do that. Who's the MVP on Thanksgiving? Is it, is it mom, grandma, aunt, uncle? It's everybody. Everybody cooks, you know, and we all bring something. And I usually don't cook. I usually just eat. But Hey, man, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Uh, do you know a, a Gabriella Posey? I do. I do. Okay. She says, hey, Vontae, just wanted to say your sisters say hey. And they miss you. We watch you every week, and they actually sit and watch the whole time. Good luck on Saturday. We know you can do it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. How many? What's your? What's the family like? How you got sisters, brothers? What's the? We know you got your your younger brother. What's the breakdown? Yeah, so I have two little sisters um, on my dad's side of the family, and then I have all oh, with my mom. I with my stepdad. I have my little brother. I have uh, two older step two older step brothers and two older step sisters. 
How's the season going? Is the are things over for the uh, the Mustangs? Yeah, they they lost uh, in the first round. They lost like fifteen to eight. They lost to Warren. Ah, Warren. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Carol just wanted to uh, let you know that you should watch the clip that we started the show off with. So it got her fired up. <laughs> uh, and she's ready for the upcoming beatdown in the swamp. She's uh she's fired up. Look at Carol with a whole wall of text with lots of caps in there too. So that's uh that's pretty sweet. Um, let's see. You're, uh, we got something from North Carolina. It says, uh, your North Carolina family wishes you a happy Thanksgiving and wishes you were up there. So everybody pushing and pulling, wanting a piece of Devonte. Uh, let's see here. Get down. Orlando. Kyle says, did it bother the team that Boston college tried extra hard to make their uniforms look just like you guys? No, I didn't bother us too much. You know, what is the imitation is the biggest form of flattery. Is that it? Is that yes. what I'm, that's the quote yeah. I'm looking for? Close enough, man. Close enough. <laughs> uh, he saw the team showing love to Jane and Lars would be. You know, some of these guys were with Jaden for several years. Uh, what was it like seeing him again? It's great, you know, like just seeing guys and seeing them succeed. You know, when guys transfer, there's never no hate or animosity because you want when when you develop a relationship with guys, especially teammates, you just want them to uh, be successful, even if it's not here. You know, they got it. You can't be mad at somebody for putting uh, themselves in the best position to succeed. Our guy up in Virginia Beach, Virginia, Gator Kirk says, good evening, Devontae. What is your favorite part of Thanksgiving? First part of the question. My, my favorite part is just coming together with everybody. You know, you it's not every day of the year you get to sit around the table and just enjoy everybody's company, you know, whether it's family, friends or whatever. When you weren't in college, what time were you guys like an early Thanksgiving dinner, like 2 p.m., 3 p.m.? Or like when were you guys usually throw down? So we would we would always plan for three, like three or three thirty, I think, but we never ate on time. You know, it was always something going on. So we'd usually eat around five thirty or six. Yes. I'm but telling that's you because like, you can go back and get your second plate around like eight or eight thirty. I'm s I don't get the people that do the <laughs> two o'clock thing. It's crazy. Like for us. It, for some reason, it always seems to fall around like halftime of the Cowboys game. The Cowboys yeah. are always playing at four o'clock, and it's like as a, as a two minute warning goes into effect in the in the first half, it's like all right, it's time to eat now. So, uh, just want to get your thoughts on that one. Uh, let's see here as we scroll through all these comments on YouTube. We appreciate it. Eric Angel in Cincinnati asks, "How was the atmosphere on that plane ride back?" To Actually, well, I'm sorry, no, there was a second part to Gary Kirk's question. Uh, does the team, do you guys have anything planned for Thursday? Like, can you guys go home or you guys do everything together this week? Oh, we're going to have a team meal, I believe. Um, I don't know what time, but we'll have a team uh, Thanksgiving meal. And then after that, you know, I believe the coaches will have stuff at their house that we're welcome to come to. And then if guys are local, they're welcome to go back home. As long as you're at practice uh, Friday morning, I'm sure they don't really mind what you do. Are you going to try to go home? No, no, I'm going to stay up here. Smart man, smart man. Thanks for the question, Gator Kirk. We appreciate it. Uh, let's go back to Eric Angel. He was asking, how was that atmosphere on the plane ride back? Uh, it was good. You know, everybody was just ready to get back home. You know, that was a good environment. We got the win. We just ready to go back home and get ready for the next week. Uh, Rita says, I can't wait to see Jordan Travis with a smile. He just can't contain after this game doing his interview. He's a happy young man these days, huh? <laughs> yeah, he being around him. Oh, yeah. I love being around him. Um, Wes wants to know if you're a pumpkin pie kind of guy. If it's there, like I'll eat it, but I'll never go out of my way. They'll be like, oh, I can't wait to have some pumpkin pie. 
but I'm not very picky. I'm a, I'm a big dude. Sweet. Do you agree with that? Is sweet potato pie better than pumpkin pie? I don't know. It depends on who made the pie, to be honest. All right. Beast thirty five seventeen. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but in your opinion, what is a better win? Beating Miami at home or Florida at the swamp? You have to ask me after Saturday. Okay. Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> um STS Noel 86. What's your favorite uniform combination? I know you're like, oh, you'll wear whatever they wear out, but come on, man. You've, yeah. you've seen yourself in some photos. I'm sure there's got to be some kind of fit that you're like, all right, that's my shirt. I like the traditional home uniforms. Okay. Nothing too crazy, you know, traditional. Just goes and get the job done. Garnet tops, gold bottoms. Um, all right. I guess, I guess Chris either. Maybe he's talking about the band. Um, because I don't know if he was up there in Boston, but our guy from Perry, Georgia, uh, the pitmaster, how difficult was it to drown out the same song on repeat between plays at Boston College? I know they were doing that on purpose to aggravate you guys. I didn't even notice, to be honest. I didn't even realize they were playing the same song until I got on Twitter after the game. Just zoning it out, man. That's yeah, incredible. you just got to focus on what's going on. All right. What else do we got here? Dave, it's Dave in Bardstown. He's back. He's live with us in the flesh. Which coach do you think will cook the best food? I got to go with just like based off assumption, I'm going to go with Coach Yak. Wow. Coach Johnson, you know, he's he's from Louisiana. You know, he, he always talks about good food, so I feel like he can cook well. Yeah, I agree. I would go with that one. I co-sign that one. I co-sign that one. Let's see here. Uh, SCS says, uh, what a blue-collar offensive lineman answer going to traditional <laughs> uniforms. Um, Carol says, are you ever going to wear the awesome white helmets with the white uniforms? She's a fan. I'm not sure. That's above my pay grade. Uh, Gator Kirk just wants to show his thanks this time of season to you for taking questions from the fans this season. Beat the Gators, go Knowles. I appreciate all the fans tuning in and asking questions. How crazy, Devontae? I mean, can you can you even um, remember what it was like a month and a half ago doing these shows? <laughs> you know, it was rough. It was rough. I mean, I know you're you're totally focused on this game and then what comes in the future for you. And I don't know if you even have an answer right now, but like, do you think? You know, I don't know. Like in, in three months' time, in a year. Like, will is there something you'll be able to pinpoint as to why this season kind of turned around the way it did? Was there any one thing or, or group of things that stand out in your mind now that you can think of? You know, like 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 I said, like when we when we were struggling early, you know, we always had the belief that we were we could go into these games and win. There was never a like, oh man, we got to play this game. Like, no, we we believed every game we could win. We said that at the beginning of the year. You know, we had the talent, we had the the people to do it. We have the coaching, but it was just the buy-in and, and we needed the right guys to buy in. And I feel like they have. And when we started off struggling, guys just got tired. You know, some people, they either get tired of it and they quit or they get tired and they just flip the switch. And I feel like we flipped the switch and decided we, aren't, we were, we were tired of feeling let down. Yeah. Well, it's an incredible precedent and sort of example that you guys send for the younger guys too. I can't imagine just how valuable this all is. I mean, the, the fact that you guys are starting to win some of these games, the Syracuse game you won in the fourth quarter. I mean, every game has gone down to the fourth quarter for you guys this mm -hmm. season. But like these last two games, just the fact that you guys have been able to 
you know, hang in, in some cases hang on, but then also go out there and make plays when it matters most. Like, does it say something about the character of you guys being able to win games, you know, close in the fourth quarter in really tight situations? It does, especially, you know, earlier in the year, we weren't closing out games or um, being able to put those comebacks together. And it's just showing our growth as a team. I like that. I like that. Uh, people asking questions about jerseys. Uh, trying to get away from the jersey stuff. Uh, but people love it. It's crazy. We do. Um, all right. Anthony Harmon, what time of day do you like playing most? Noon, 3.30, or 7 o'clock? It depends on the game, to be honest, and who we're playing. You know, if it's like a – like if it's cold, you know, I want that noon game. I don't want to get it too – I don't want to play when it's too cold. Or if it's like really hot, I'd rather do the 7 o'clock game. Uh, STS Noel 86 thinks you have inside information you can share with us. Is there a locker room renovation? Can you share any information? Don't hold out on us, he says. You know, they don't – I'm graduating. They don't share any of this information with me. Uh, Kyle asks, would you rather have a statue or a building name after you? I do a building, and I wouldn't, like, have my first name on it. I do the last names, Okay. you know, because then they, like, carry on. And, but like a statue is just more like an individual thing, but you know, I want the, the name to carry on. So I'd go with the building. That's the, that's the spirit, man. That is the, that is the spirit. Jordan Newton, I guess kind of uh piggybacking on what I was asking a little bit earlier, but asks it even better. Uh, looking back at your seasons here at Florida state, is there a specific part that will stick with you for years to come? Oh yeah, for sure. Just everything that came with it, you know, like getting here and not knowing anybody and coming in with the new staff and having to learn a new playbook and then COVID hitting us hard and having to learn a playbook over Zoom and having to um, build relationships over Zoom. And then that the first season with Coach, you know, knowing we had the talent, but just not being able to get it together, you know, getting injured, having to go through that, the, all the rehab and all that and building relationships along the way. And then seeing the flip, you know, seeing the whole team buy in, you know, and the difference between the first year and the second year and all that, and just seeing the growth of a program and seeing it start to head in the right direction. And, you know, that's what I'll uh, stick with me. Brandon Graham, uh, with a follow-up, Devontae, 10 years from now, looking back, what would you think would be the most valuable piece of experience or moment of your college career here? You're a boss, man. Here, the most valuable piece would probably be you know, stay consistent, you know, never get too high, never get too low, you know, just work hard every day, try to get your 1% in every day, don't take anything for granted, and just be thankful where you're at. As we keep going retrospectively here, is there, is there a favorite play that sticks out in your mind that you'll remember? Uh, our guy Ralph asks. Definitely fourth and 14. Um, The quarterback sneak, the two-point conversion. Um. Probably when I was at FIU, the uh, the first screen pass we hit for a touchdown against Miami, because uh, I got a, I got a good block on that, and I feel like that set the tone for the game. There we go. Um, there's been so many, you know, the North Carolina game last year, uh, that first touchdown that J Trap scored after the block point. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, man. We I've, I've had so many memories and just a great experience playing college football. The good thing is you played in this era, so it all lives on YouTube yeah. Yeah, forever. <laughs> I appreciate man, it. You know? 
Uh, Scott Chastain, uh, is there a player? Who is the no, player? No, no, no. Yeah. Can no, you guys, are you, allowed, are you allowed to say anything to a ref? Not at all. We can ask them stuff. Oh. And, like, if we have an issue going on, like, if somebody, like, keeps grabbing our face masks or something, our co coach will tell us to tell them. Yeah. But, like, it has to be, like, you never question their calls. But, like, if they call something on you and you want to ask them, you just be like, ref with my hands, like, too wide, like, and obviously be very respectful about it. And that's okay, but never, like, really, like, what kind of call was that? No, Coach Novell doesn't really deal with that. <laughs> how how tricky was – or I don't know if tricky is not the right word, but, like, what was your reaction watching and seeing Darius get flagged on that play in the fourth quarter for not being – for having, they said that he was on the line scrimmage, he was in the backfield. Like, is that – I mean, is that something that like the opposing coach will tell the ref, like, "Hey, man, look what look look at their guys are doing this sort of thing," or is that do you always have to be kind of cognizant of that kind of th those details? I, I suppose, or was it just totally a blown call? Everybody says it's a blown call, Devontae. Take it if you want. <laughs> no, some refs are way harder than that call, you know. Because when I was playing tackle, you know, I would always, I I was a shorter guy, so I like to get back a little farther. But the refs would always warn me, and then like after that, it wouldn't be anything but like i think they might have got a warning in the first quarter and i'm not sure i think the, the flags were done in the fourth but like it didn't really look to me like he was far in the backfield but you know they really it depends on the on the crew who if they're gonna call it or not but if it's obvious they'll call it but i don't think he was it was obvious yeah i know receivers will like they'll point at the ref and see and ask if they're lined up like can you guys i mean i know it's a little bit tougher. yeah we can yeah, we can. They'll tell them like if if it's like borderline, they'll they're usually like very like nice about it. They'll be like, hey, you're getting a little far back. Check with me, and I'll let you know. Debo Samuel fan, maybe also Devonte Love Taylor fan. Uh, after some of those tough losses, being able to rebound later in the season has that sparked some confidence in these close games? It has, you know. Like like I said, you know, we got frustrated with not being able to close out the games or complete the comebacks. And but we knew we were capable of winning because games like that are games that are made off one possession, one plays, and we know we were just nobody wanted to be the reason for that one play anymore. Are you and the boys going to get matching state champion tattoos after <laughs> the win Saturday? No, nah, I don't think so. Maybe a shirt or something. Um. All right. Other than the coaches, Eric Angel asks, who's the most fired up player on your team? We'll have to see tomorrow at practice. That's usually when we figure it out. All right. So like, it changes week to week. There's not something that always brings the juice. It's like the lighthouse always lit up. No, I mean, you, you've seen our practice. They're always pretty juiced up, you know. There's never really one guy that just sticks out. It's usually a whole team. Uh, people want – I mean, some of these questions, guys, are a little invasive, you know. We can't, we can't go all in with this, our guy. Uh, Dave asks, is Jordan running less so he can focus on becoming an elite passer? Jordan Travis is the man. I'm not sure. That's that's more of a J-Trav question, but I, I believe he's an elite passer. He's He's been throwing some dimes. STS Noel 86 asks, what player on the roster is most likely to become a big-time head coach? Um, Mackenzie Miller. Okay. Okay, Z. <laughs> um, Elise asks, what are your plans after college? Um, I'm probably just going to move to Europe and like backpack for a year. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going to train, you know, uh, get ready for the NFL and hopefully make it in there. Um, let's see here. I mean, somebody's asking about if there's guys declaring early. I mean, I'm sure there are, 
Devontae's not going to – he didn't say not to name any names, but, I mean, it's Florida State. There's always guys that leave early. Somebody wanted uh, any good coaching stories. But, I mean, you, you do owe us uh, an impression of somebody, though, right? I don't know, it was a coach you're going to do an impression of or one of your teammates. I forgot. You, you were supposed to check with you at the end of the season. I know hopefully there will be a bowl I game. I can't name the teammate, but I can, like, do the, like, imp- like the impression. <laughs> but, like – or so you want to do, and then we have to guess who it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't think y'all be able to guess who it is, but like, yeah, I'll do it. Go ahead. You gotta like check the lighting and everything. Make sure like you look good. YouTube, speak you up. It. YouTube, speak up. Who do you think? It. Who do you think Devontae was just impersonating there? Um, let us know. While uh, those answers file in, I just want to make it. You know, a little personal here for me, Devontae. Uh, man, I don't even know how old you were. But I haven't been in Gainesville. Actually, I take it back. I was in Gainesville in 2019. But when I was a fan, back in my, my youth, uh, I'm still a fan. I want to see you guys do well. But, you know, I got to work and cover this job and be professional. Um, I was there for Rick's the PK Sand. So this is me circa your age with all my buddies. You're in Gainesville in the swamp. We went 38 to 34 on a fourth quarter 52-yard touchdown from Chris Ricks to P.K. Sam. Uh, it was beautiful. If uh, I hope you get to enjoy the the joy that you see on my face and all my friends' faces will be tenfold for you. So I hope you get to enjoy your Saturday as much as I did, uh, golly, 18 years ago. My goodness. All right, here we got some, we got some guesses. We got a lot of guesses. Uh, we got this one. Oh, my God. Wow. And, and he thinks it was him. And he thinks it was him. And he thinks it was him. So does Jay Ryder. Uh, so does Myron. So does Get Down Late. I thought that was Deloach. Um, so I, yeah. So was it was it Amari Gainer? Was that the Amari? It, it was. That was I don't know how they got that, but they, <laughs> they must follow him. They must have him on Snapchat or something or like Instagram, but they got that on the head. There you go. All right. Uh, this has been awesome. It's been great. Devontae, I don't know what the future holds for uh Trench talk. Uh, hopefully we'll get another one out of you if, after a win on Saturday. But it, but if not, man, these have been really fun. Uh, we really do appreciate the time, man. Hope you do feel well. Hope you have a really good, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, hope you can cap off uh, your regular season career, at least, with a win over Florida, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. For Devontae, I'm Aslan. Thanks so much for watching Trench Talk. Hit the thumbs up on the way out. We certainly would appreciate it. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. And certainly go Knowles.